0: Thanks for convening on short notice. I can't believe it. I well, here we are.
1: It's an atomic test. The Russians have a bomb. We're supposed to be years ahead of them, but... Uh, what were you guys doing in Los Alamos? And how many people were in these uh, open discussions? Too many compartmentalization was supposed to be the protocol. We were in a race against the Nazis
0: movie's intense. It's three hours long. Talking about Oppenheimer, this is 720 WGN. I would not be surprised if Robert Downey Jr. wins an Academy Award for his performance. I was at least 20 minutes into the film before I thought, is that Robert Downey Jr.? Hey, I'm Lisa Dent. Thanks for listening. Let's introduce you to Liz Warner. Liz Warner is the Executive Director for the Plowshares Fund. And you've I don't know that you're going to be a part of the event at the Music Box Theater, but you were certainly a part of conceiving an idea to have people gather after the film and have a conversation. Thanks for joining us, Liz. Can you tell everybody what the Plowshares Fund is all about? Sure.
1: Thanks for having me and uh, Plowshares on the show, Lisa. Um, Yeah, I unfortunately will not be in Chicago, but I was part of our panel and discussion in San Francisco and have had a chance to see the movie, so... Um happy to discuss that in a second. But thanks for asking about Plowshares Fund. Um, we're a nonprofit organization. We're focused on reducing nuclear threats and ultimately eliminating nuclear weapons. Uh, we've been around for 40 years, more than 40 years, actually, and we've been part of some of the most important moments in nuclear history. Uh, we played a critical role in passing the New START Treaty, the Iran Nuclear Agreement, really early in our history. Uh, we supported a Soviet and American scientist who demonstrated the feasibility of banning nuclear testing. And today, we're really working to bring people together to respond to the nuclear threats that we're seeing in the war against Ukraine.
0: What do you think they got right in the film? And what do you think they got wrong?
1: Oh, that's a good question. I don't want to provide any spoiler alert here. But um, you know, it's interesting. For better or worse, I think Hollywood and pop culture play a really important role in how the general public understands history and what's going on in the world today. Um, I think there are a couple of takeaways from this film. I think that Nolan, what he got right was, I think, the depiction of Oppenheimer. You know, he's, he's credited with being the father of the atomic bomb. Many people are going to be really surprised to learn that he opposed the development of the hydrogen bomb and work to prevent the spread of nuclear weapons, and essentially foretold the arms race with the Soviet Union. Um, I had a chance to speak with some family members after the film when we screened it in San Francisco, and they said that the depiction of Oppenheimer was was pretty spot on. It was pretty accurate. Um, I think what Nolan missed in the film though was an opportunity to share some of the untold stories of our nuclear history, and that's one of the things that we're really committed to doing with the screenings that we're we're having and hosting across the, the country.
0: It's happening at the Music Box on Saturday night. And of course, this whole area is very, well, I think most people are familiar with Enrico Fermi because we have the Fermi Lab in Batavia. And it was Fermi and his team who created the first sustained nuclear chain reaction at the University of Chicago in 1942. And that same year, isn't it true that the group who helped build the bomb founded the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists at the university, and that's still published today?
1: It is. It is. And the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists is um you know, one of our, our core partners in the work that we do as Plowshare Fund and, and the whole nuclear field working to nu- reduce nuclear threats and eliminate nuclear weapons. And they were one of our partners that brought all of these screenings um, to the, these various cities across the country. The screenings were um, organized by a group called Aligning Action, and it represents, you know, two dozen organizations that um, – are working all over the country to to address nuclear threats, and the Bulletin is one of them. And, yeah, they have the iconic Doomsday Clock. I think most people mm-hmm. uh, would recognize that. Um, they do amazing work around this issue.
0: And Oppenheimer was the first chair of the Bulletin, right? <clears throat> Oh, that would be a question for them. I don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what I read, that he was the organization's first chair. So it's just an interesting film. And before I let you go, I want to tell everybody uh, this panel is discussing Oppenheimer after the film that they show at the Music Box Theater on Saturday night. And this is something that Liz, our guest, was a part of creating so that people across the nation could experience this kind of discussion But you you said there's certainly a big concern with the war in Ukraine. Can you tell us about that in the next 60 seconds or so? Yeah, I mean, I
1: I think, you know, we're at this inflection point right now. And we haven't seen the kind of nuclear threats and um, increases in nuclear arsenals that are happening around the world now. Since the Cold War. So in many ways, this movie is more timely than ever to help people understand that these threats are still here. And, you know, the work that we're doing with our grantee partners is to understand under what scenarios would Putin potentially use nuclear weapons? What are what are the impact of those weapons? How can we ensure that governments, both the U.S. and others, have access to sound policy recommendations? And I think more importantly, we want to make sure that the world doesn't walk away from the war in Ukraine, thinking that nuclear weapons have any place in our efforts to create global security. And I think that message is what syncs up with the Oppenheimer film really well, his message of we should, you know, yes, we created these weapons, but we have to constrain, we have to restrain the proliferation of these weapons, how they're used, when they're used. And um, that's the work that we're doing in terms of arms control and nonproliferation.
0: Thank you for that work. You can find out more at plowshares.org. That is Liz Warner, the Executive Director of Plowshares Fund. Steve has your news next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.